the Honest to God series with Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very, very welcome. I am Ahanu and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. People are demanding answers. Basically exposing the truth. For us to explore in more detail today. This is the time period of truth being exposed of all the unhealed stuff coming out. So make sure you tune in. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now. My name is Ahanu and the excitement is building. Tomorrow is my 60th birthday. We've got a bunch of people coming for a lot of fun. But in the meantime, I'd like to let you know that Angel Rose and I have been promising to speak about miracles for quite some time. Well, in last week's episode of the Honest to God series, I did my part. And mine was a short but comprehensive enough discourse on miracles that will restore your faith in life itself. And you can listen to my discourse on the Honest to God series at honesttogodseries.com forward slash 257 miracles. Or you can listen to it on YouTube. I'll give you the link below. To give you a double whammy, Angel Rose wanted to do her part and she narrated a very interesting and deep discourse on miracles herself for your listening pleasure. And you can listen to her episode on the honesttogodseries.com forward slash 258-miracles or on YouTube also. And whether you watch or listen, please do subscribe and leave us your feedback. Good morning, everybody. This is Angel Rose, and I am continuing with the subject of miracles. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, Ahanu put out his version of miracles, where he spoke about life itself being a miracle, and indeed it is. If we think about the physical body, for example, and how we still can't figure out how it works and all the bodily functions that go on on a daily basis and how it heals itself from wounds and all sorts of things. Indeed, life is a miracle. Even crystals have the ability to self-heal when they're taken out of the earth. And we just see this miraculous life force energy doing its thing throughout all of life in existence. So indeed, life is a miracle when we think about orchids growing out of rocks or how trees survive and have their roots growing down cliff faces, for example. How life survives and life itself and how it continually reproduces itself and knows what to do is a miraculous process. But today I want to talk about a few other aspects of miracles. And particularly, I want to talk about shifts in perception and how the quantum field changes itself when we do that. There are so many belief systems around out there that speak about the inner world and the outer world. And they claim 
that the outer world we see with our eyes and our perception is a reflection of our inner world. It is a reflection of our beliefs about reality, about our emotional states, about how we think about things, belief systems that have been taught to us ever since we were small. And we look out at a reality and we can see how there is a collective agreement among people about certain things, about existence. And so the claim is, is that the reason we see what we do see is because of belief structures, mind constructs, attitudes, and agreements that we all make. And that if we were to change on a mass scale, what we think is true about reality, we would see different things express themselves in our external world. I personally believe that that is true. I believe that is true down to the laws of physics, down to how nature behaves, down to how our body works. I personally believe it's all a mass consciousness agreement. And maybe we've all agreed on this particular dimensional reality because of what we want to do while we're here. Each one of us has our own particular soul agenda when we come into an incarnation. We have things we want to accomplish. We have meetings with particular people that are arranged before we come in. Certain destinies that we have because of things we want to experience. So I think we've set up a particular paradigm in order to experience the physical plane with all the senses intact. The ability to see, feel, taste, smell, intuit, overcome challenges, push ourselves further. This dimension, with all its perceived opportunities and limitations, affords us the opportunity to do those things. It's an incredible playing field if you think about it. So, miracles to me are what happens when you decide to shift an existing paradigm. And that paradigm can be in your own consciousness. It can be your own belief systems. It can be that you decide that you're not going to go the way the system goes. That you're going to change your reality and your consciousness with your imagination. And let me be clear, imagination is real. The ability to imagine is our creative energy within us. Because the subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between something that's imagined and something that is played out in the physical dimension. 
It views it all as pictures and images with emotion that is real, and it begins to materialize anything that is thought about or passion, any kind of passion, it will start to materialize it. That's the miraculous energy that is called life. But when we shift a perception, and, and there are many books out there that talk about perception, The Course in Miracles being one book that really deals with perception itself, what we see and believe is true, it calls perception. We look out at reality, we have an experience, we react to an experience a particular way. That conclusion that we make about that experience becomes a decision and a pattern in our subconscious. Whatever conclusion we make about an experience becomes a program. And the subconscious mind takes it and files it and says, okay, A equals B. And so now we have a perception of an event. And anytime something similar to that event gets repeated, we automatically have the same conclusion about it. But what happens when you start to look at the associations that you have made about things, and you become aware of them. You, oh, consciously now, suddenly you remember, oh, I have this opinion or conclusion about X, Y, Z. Well, what happens if you decide to change that around and say, no, that's not true for me anymore? And you replace it with a new thought. You've just shifted a paradigm of perception within yourself. You've given a different direction to the subconscious. You've changed the quantum field around yourself where it no longer functions at a particular perceptual frequency, but now it's changed to something else. Why is that important? It's important because like attracts like. The things that you like in your life, the things that are pleasing to you, you probably wouldn't have any interest in changing. But the things that are not exactly the way you'd like them to be, the things that could be considered patterns or struggles that you have in your life, can all be altered. If you look into the program that's running in the background that attracts that to yourself, the fact that we can do that process, the fact that we can shift our perception and make a decision to not believe certain things anymore, and that it can automatically begin to alter the shape of our reality is what I call a miraculous process. There is the plasma field around us that responds immediately 
to whatever we think and believe is true. It will assemble new experiences in your outer world, and it will disassemble old ones that you no longer choose to believe in or energize. But you do have to look deeply into your own subconscious mind to find out what it is that you do think and believe. And this is the level, the deeper level, that we see that people don't usually go to. They don't usually inquire about their thoughts and beliefs. They don't take the time to do it. And because of that, most of us walk around the world allowing life to run us rather than us run our lives. So that's one aspect of miracles that I wanted to mention, the the ability to shift a perception that is in your subconscious and rewrite the script, giving it new direction to say exactly what you do want to experience, and the fact that you can imagine in your consciousness a scenario that is exactly the way you'd like it to be, and that that is this plasma field around you that will immediately respond and begin to shape the form of your desires. That's a miraculous process because it means that at all times you are powerful and you are free. That's one aspect of miracle. And here is another one. Back when I learned to read the Akashic Records many years ago, after the course I came home and I got myself into my own records and my guides told me that they were going to show me how to erase my records. And I remember at the time thinking, is this on the up and up? Is this a true guide? Why would a guide want me to erase my own history? But what I understood it to mean later was not that it literally erased my records. But it took me on a journey for a number of weeks where every time I went in my records, I was shown a videotape of some lifetimes that were unreconciled. Either I had done something to someone and I needed to ask forgiveness inside myself for it, or someone did something to me that I hadn't completely let go of. And it was very detailed. It went into past lives. It went into events that had occurred this lifetime. And so for probably a two to three week period, I was in this forgiveness process. And forgiveness in this sense meant that by saying I was sorry from my heart for harming someone or forgiving them for harming me, I continually came to this neutral place where there was no leftover issues. And suddenly one day, I found myself in a whole different reality. It literally was a different plane of existence entirely, another dimension, if you will, where there was only love. 
And I knew that this was the place where advanced beings came from. Beings that we perceive as being highly loving and having the ability to be free, to teleport, to shift dimensions, to, you know, the powers that we all imagine that an enlightened person would have. Here was this dimension that was a perfect field of love. And the experience of it for me was that it had nothing to do with earth. And what I mean by that is that anything that happened here on earth did not affect that reality. It was untouched by anything that happened anywhere else. Yet it could intersect this reality, this earth plane, anytime it chose and totally reverse all the physical laws here and cause any new event to happen. And it was because it was a perfect field of love that could not be affected by anything. It in itself was all that was perfect. It was eternal. It was never ending. There was no way it could ever be destroyed. And this is what I understood to be where we all desire to arrive inside ourselves. Some part of us remembers that this place, quote unquote, is the true reality. And we try and we try to get back there. That to me was considered a miracle that I arrived at this place by the process of letting go and forgiving where there was only pure love. There was no intention to harm. I was completely welcomed. And more importantly, there was nothing that this field of reality could not do. So I'm bringing that aspect of miracles into the picture because we hear about miraculous occurrences like that, where somebody suddenly is totally healed of, of an illness instantaneously, where an angel would appear and save somebody from a burning building, for example. These unexplained events where something from somewhere comes and totally changes around a condition that we on earth think is unrepairable, and it repairs it. We don't understand it because the mass consciousness of this world is still in a polarized view of reality because we still believe in light and dark and good and bad and judgment and punishment. And those belief systems are not conducive 